you or someone you love have scoliosis? Are you wondering what's next? What is life going to be like from now on? Or is this even a big deal? Hi, my name is Dave Butler, and welcome to the Scoliosis Experience. We are here to talk with real people, both patients, parents, and providers, to bring hope and clarity to the road ahead. Thanks for joining us, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. In today's podcast, I talked to Heather, who is another one of our great patients. One thing that's unique with Heather is that she does not have scoliosis. She has something called Schuerman's kyphosis. Schuerman's kyphosis is actually very common, and it's a rounding of the upper back. We'll talk more about that in, in the episode. And she talks about the struggles that she has had with back pain and with trying to correct for her curve and the just the struggles that she has had. She has a great way of dealing with it and stays active. And I think we can learn a lot from the way that Heather has approached her treatment as well as uh, just general life. So this would be a great episode for anyone who has been diagnosed with Schuerman's kyphosis or suspected Schuerman's kyphosis. One of the interesting things with that diagnosis is it's diagnosed by x-ray where you have to have specific things that indicate you have Schuerman's kyphosis, such things like uh, wedging of the vertebrae, degeneration of the end plates of the vertebrae, and usually Schmorl's nodes in, in the vertebral bodies. So it's a very specific diagnosis, but it could also go right along with other kyphosis and postural problems. So even if you have scoliosis or you have just a postural kyphosis or even just back pain, this would be a great episode to listen to, to learn what can be done and a great outlook on treatment. So here's Heather. All right, so I'm here with Heather. Heather is here to help us talk about Schuerman's kyphosis. And uh, she is one of our patients here at Align Therapy. And she was gracious enough to agree to do a podcast episode with yeah. me. Yeah. So Heather, introduce yourself a little bit. Um, I'm Heather. Um, and uh, I have Schuerman's kyphosis. <laughs> there we go. I'm 16 go. years old. 16. And are you done growing, Heather? Yes, I think so. Yeah, unless you stand up tall, then unless yeah, unless I don't stand up tall. Right. So, yeah, today I wanted to get someone on the podcast who has had experience with Schuerman's kyphosis. You also have experience with back pain and and things like that. Yeah. Um, Tell us about when you were diagnosed or how you found out you had Schuerman's kyphosis. Give us the history. Um, I have had back pain for a long time um, while doing sports, and we couldn't find answers through any um, chiropractor around us, so we went up to Primary Children's Spine Center, and they recommended to come here um, and try some treatments. And so when I came here, um, I found out pretty much the day of that I had Sherman's kyphosis, and I... I was confused at first because I didn't know what it was. So I had to, right. you know, have it explained to me and, yeah. I, w- I would say most of my patients who come in with Schuerman's kyphosis, they're like, who's the Schuerman person? And why do I have their kyphosis? And, and it's kind of confusing 
what it is and what um, and how it affects you, right? You had back pain for how long? How how long had that been? Um, honestly, as long as I could remember, I did a ton of sports just throughout, you know, growing up, mm-hmm. my early teenage years, and it's just been pain for as long as I can remember. So, pain with activity, pain with sitting. Like, give us an idea of. Um, it was usually just pain with activity and then as it got worse, it was things like laying down and sitting and basic activities. Right. Stuff that you kind of have to do. Sports isn't something that you have to do necessarily. Well, you seem to have to do them like backflips and things like that. I have to. You have to do it. Um, so was that frustrating when, you know, pain kept getting worse and it, did it stop you from doing anything? Um, I remember going to my, so I've done tumbling and gymnastics for like, in actual classes for maybe four and a half years, um, other than what I do, you know, outside just in my backyard, but it, I remember going to the last day of um, tumbling practice knowing that I couldn't do it anymore because my back pain was getting a lot worse, and it was sad. I was sad that I couldn't do something I was passionate about. So you really love tumbling? Yes. That's why you just can't give it up. I can't. You just can't give it up. <laughs> it's <laughs> you, worth it to fight the pain. Yeah, even though you're not doing the class, um, occasionally Heather will come in and she tells me she did three backflips in a <laughs> row and her back hurt. I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's odd. I wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. But I think it's great that you're still active and you're still doing things. That's uh, a big key to... To how we treat this but um so it stopped you from doing tumbling that must have been pretty pretty sad kind of a sad it day was when, sad yeah. I, I cried when i was yeah. in the last 10 minutes of my class and i was like i'm not gonna be able to come back yeah. so you're not doing tumbling now are you doing any sports currently um not right now i think that i might in the fall when school starts do tennis hmm. tennis is something that doesn't hurt as much as the majority of the other sports, um, but yeah, nothing right now. Okay, so we talked a little bit about how you felt about it. Did you notice your back being more curved? Did you? I mean, I know your mom noticed your back being more <laughs> curved. But, yes, she did. But did you notice it? Um, not really. I just always, I didn't even put a name on it that I had bad bad posture. Like I thought, mm-hmm. I really didn't think everyone's back was like that but I didn't think mine was any different. Hmm. Um, And so I was just my mom saying, sit up tall, get taller, shoulders back. So what what did you think when she would tell you that? Just that I have bad posture. Did it get annoying? Was it like, So annoying. It's still annoying. (laughs) But yeah, so I just thought my posture's bad. I don't know why. I didn't realize that when I was trying to fix my posture, it hurt. Yeah, so. which makes you not want to fix your posture, right? Yeah. If, just... if your mom's like, sit up straight, and you're like, but it hurts to sit up straight. It's not yeah. really incentivizing you to sit up straight, right? Yep. All right, so you were diagnosed with Schurman's kyphosis, came in, we saw you. Um, obviously, we tried treatments here. Did you try anything else? You mentioned chiropractic. Did you try chiropractic treatment? Um, yeah, at first I went to, we just went to our family doctor Mm -hmm. and said, uh, this hurts, fix it. And he sent us to a chiropractor and he told me 
I haven't really seen a back like yours. Like, I don't know what to do with really? it. Really? Yeah. It's so, special. Yeah, special. So he popped my back, kind of stretched it, and then just said, I don't know what to do. Hmm. So we then went to someone who could, you know, give us more answers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they didn't really have anything for me to try, so they sent me here. Did popping your back help? Um, for a little bit. Then the next day, it just went straight back to right. not feeling great. Because you pop your back on your own, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you do that. There's some temporary relief, right? But it yeah. doesn't It doesn't last. It's not, uh, you know, a long-term fix. Yeah. So, here in, in this clinic, we've been doing the Schroth method with trying to work with the kyphosis. So tell me about that. I mean, obviously I was here during that, so I know what it was like. Yeah. But give us an idea for people that are listening what treatment for kyphosis is like. That we've been doing? Yeah, that we've been doing here. A big one we did was, and we're still doing, is dry needling. Your favorite. My favorite. I love being poked with needles um, every time I come in. But... That, I usually find um, comfort from the pain for maybe anywhere between a couple days after and maybe up to four or five days. Um, Mm -hmm. It definitely doesn't feel the best in the moment, Mm -hmm. but for the days after, it feels like a lot of relief. Um, We also do just a lot of... um, Muscle strengthening exercises. You're pretty strong anyway. I'm pretty. Right? I'm pretty strong anyway. Not the first day, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've done muscle scraping and it's really oh and electrical simulation mm-hmm. and ice and heat and um, those usually bring the pain down. Definitely for a few days after, at least, if not. Mm-hmm. KT tape helps a ton. I mm-hmm. love KT tape. Um, but yeah, I've seen pretty good results through the treatment that we've done. So I want to back up a little bit. Do you mind if I tell what happened with dry needling the first time we did it? Oh, yeah, tell it. It's funny. <laughs> so uh, I'll tell you from, well, maybe Heather should say from your perspective what happened. And then you can first. tell us. Yeah, yours. and then I'll tell you what happened. Um, the first time I came in, I was terrified. I wouldn't <laughs> let my mom walk away when I was holding her hand. And um, I remember he said, you ready? And I was like, I'm ready. Like, kind of scared. And then it was done. <laughs> I kind of just took, like, a big nap during it. And I didn't really notice them going in and out with the needles and just I didn't I kind of just took a little step in time yeah you did (laughs) so from my perspective for those that don't know what dry needling is it's using acupuncture needles into the muscle tissue to try and stimulate the muscles to relax because Heather has a lot of tightness through her back Um, so these little acupuncture needles we put next to the spine and the muscles and then we hook up some electrical stimulation to those. So I'm putting in the first needle in Heather and she stops talking to me, stops <laughs> responding altogether. And her mom looks over and she's like, should her eyes be dilated like that? <laughs> and uh, so Heather had what's called a vasovagal response, which is 
kind of like passing out, but not quite passing out. But she had a good nap for a little while. I took the needles out. And then she <laughs> kind of came to after a little Slowly, bit. Slowly, yeah. So the first time was definitely worse. And then, then you, you don't remember ones. anything that just happened. Yeah. And the questions you ask, I'm like, you asked those? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I had some good jokes, too, and stuff. You didn't even remember. It's kind yeah. of disappointing. So, um, but it, it seems like the dry needling has been very helpful for uh, reducing the sensitivity of your back. You get lasting relief that it still comes back because you still have kyphosis. But, yeah. Um, but it's interesting that each time it seems like you're able to do more activities as well at home. Mm -hmm. Like crazy boating and tubing and things like that. So The fun things. Yes. <laughs> so um, if we back up just a little bit, I want to describe what Schuerman's kyphosis is a little bit so people that are listening can understand. Schuerman's kyphosis is where the in the thoracic spine the vertebrae are wedge-shaped. Um, it's kind of hard to describe this just through audio, but they're shaped a little more like wedges, which makes the upper back curve more. So it's a structural kyphosis, meaning that it's kind of hard to pull completely out of that. And because you're fighting the bone structure and it causes a lot of tightness and it can cause pain because your posture is more forward, um, which makes it kind of a challenge when like your mom or someone says, just sit up straight. Fix your posture. Yeah, just fix that posture. And you're fighting against the bones and, and the structure of the spine, which most people, when they sit up straight, aren't fighting against the bony structure of the spine. Yeah. So with, with Schuerman's kyphosis, we have to treat it differently because of that bony structure change. So we've been doing some Schroth method exercises, hanging on bars, breathing techniques, all that fun stuff. So Heather's been a rock star at that. And uh, it seems like we're... We're making progress. Yeah. Um, do you find that your posture is better now? Um, I definitely know how to correct it better mm -hmm. when I'm told to correct it. Um, but I think just in normal daily life, I don't remember to correct it. And so um, mm -hmm. it just goes right back to hunching over and leaning over and being told to fix my posture. Right. It's a hard thing to to continually be aware of. Yeah. But I think just looking from the outside, you definitely are having better posture even when you're not thinking about it, which is good. Sometimes it's hard to see in yourself. Yeah. So, um, so what would you say are the main struggles that you've had with Schuerman's kyphosis? Um, I would say just definitely coming here is just such a struggle. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, I would say that probably just not being able to do what you love or passionate about. Um, for me, it was sports. I imagine it's sports or physical activity for a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just hard to not be able to do that without pain and fighting um, the pain your body wants to give you when you're trying to do what you love. So how do you deal with that? How do you deal with those struggles? Um, personally, I do them anyway. You know, I flip <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think I have just found other ways to, or other things to do with my time and energy that are less painful that I still like. So you're still, still able to be active, still doing things that you want to do. Just different things. Just different things and maybe not as much that flares up your 
Yeah, and I was back. on strain, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what do you find are some of those things that you can do? Um, I mean, there's always answers, like I can watch TV instead. You can watch TV. <laughs> you know, some things that are less physical than others. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I, I don't want to say found, but I realized that tennis is something that I like to do. Hmm. Yeah. That doesn't hurt. Um, swimming is another big one. Hmm. Swimming, I'm sure everyone likes swimming because swimming's fun. But right. um, that also, sometimes I go swimming when my back hurts um, because it's just, I'm not sure what it is, but it hmm. gives relief to my back. Um, of course, there's like the really lazy, you could just play video games and watch TV. You could. Yes. Um, but yeah, swimming, tennis, um, stuff like that that just put less strain on my back yeah and you're still very active every time i see you i ask what you've done and she's off riding uh, side by by sides and out (laughs) swimming and out doing backflips and cliff jumping and stuff like that so you're still active but you know that sometimes you're just gonna hurt with some of those things right yep and and i think part of it is coming to the realization that it, it's going to hurt, but I can deal with that. Yeah. And and it's going to calm down instead of thinking, well, I'm going to ruin my back or it's, you know, it's going to get worse if I keep yeah. doing this. That's why I like take ibuprofen before I know mm-hmm. I'm going to do some flips hmm. or lay on ice before I know I'm going to do some flips to try and right. make it less flared up. Right. And, and I think that's good. I, I mean, we're not advising everyone to take ibuprofen or anything like yeah. that, but, but that seems to work for you, <laughs> where you can you can still be active and do things and uh, and show up other people yeah. with your flips, right? All the time. All the time. So is there any specific advice that you would give to, let's say, someone who just found out they had Schurman's kyphosis or someone who is noticing that their posture is more forward and they might have Schurman's. Any advice for someone your age or a little bit younger who's diagnosed with that? Um, <clears throat> probably definitely come to a line. Oh. I love it here. <laughs> it makes me feel better and it's it's fun. It's a lot of fun coming here. But um, no, it's, I not, would, it's not just pain and torture. Huh? Yeah, it's some fun. You know, okay. 25%. And I still get to torture you, which is yeah, good. Which thing. is fun for you. It's fun for me. It's fun for um, both of us. I would just say um, it's not, like, your pain is temporary. I know that, like, it seems like you'll never do it again. Through my mind, it was, I'll never be able to, you know, do tumbling or cheer again. And, um, but it's gotten better. And in some ways, I still do it, you know, e- even through the pain but the earlier that you get in to get help, the better and faster it's going to turn out. Um, and you can get back to doing what you enjoy or just a pain-free or less pain daily activities. Yeah. So have you met anyone else that has Schurman's kyphosis or scoliosis? I know a ton of people have scoliosis, mm-hmm. but not kyphosis. Which is actually kind of interesting because Schurman's kyphosis is more common than scoliosis. Really? But it's not diagnosed as often. Oh. You know, a lot of times we just chalk it up to, oh, that kid has bad posture or something like yeah. that. But um, I would say 
Schuerman's kyphosis causes more pain than scoliosis most of the time in teenagers. Yeah. But it's interesting that you know people with, with scoliosis. So do you guys talk about your backs? Um, uh, one of my closest friends, uh, she has super bad scoliosis. She's super tall, and she has really bad scoliosis. And um, we hang out a lot together because we, we can do the same amount of things hmm. without pain, you know. So right. we hang out, and it's never like, well, I want to do this, but I can't because it hurts. It's just, mm-hmm. this will hurt us both, so why? Let's just not do it at all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I have a couple friends who have scoliosis, but I, I don't think I've ever met someone who has kyphosis. Hmm. So. Has it been helpful to have friends with back problems, too? Like, just um, to have someone that you knows what you're going through? or Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, um the I don't want to say excuses but the reasons why you won't do certain things they're like I get it I get it Mm -hmm. you know that's gonna hurt like I totally understand where you're coming from and other people are just like well take medicine like you know right they don't understand like other people who feel the same pain do and I think sometimes people are like well you're 16 you shouldn't have back pain Mm -hmm. right yeah well newsflash I do have back pain (laughs) And, but I, but I can still, I can still do stuff. And yeah. I think that's one of the big things with my teenage patients is find someone who understands what you're going through, whether that's a friend that you have that's close by or finding someone in a support group or something so that you don't feel like you're the only one. I yeah. Think that's helpful. Cool. Any other advice for any, any of the listeners? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Just get some help for it because it will. I put it off for so long, um, getting help for it, and I would tell my mom I'd come home from whatever practice I was at and just say, "My back hurts, my back hurts," um, and I never really did anything about it until it got really or a lot worse than it was. So I would just say, "Just get some help. Find someone who can help because." doesn't matter what age you are pain is not fun to have so earlier the better the earlier the better that's great well thank you heather for being here and talking to us about kyphosis you're welcome